listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, what if me turns to this Hennessy into a robbery? The prophecy probably suddenly switch and how it's supposed to be. And dirty money mm. can't be evil because it's filling up my tummy too. Mm. Born in this position, death collision was futuristic, twisting riches. Hey, welcome yeah. to the Blackout Tales podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. <laughs> give it up, give oh, well, it that's up. That's a slow, my bad. Give it up for Lorenz Tate and Bill Bellamy. <laughs> that's right. At one point, guys, that was a. Uh, uh, com- that was a duo that could headline a movie guys isn't that amazing <laughs> yeah who the thunk yep how time is fly all the all the young kids like who are those people oh. <laughs> <laughs> bill bellamy and who oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> haven't seen how to be a player really yeah <laughs> uh we actually have uh two new guests on mm-hmm. the show um brand new brand new yeah who i i mean i've been friends with on facebook for quite some time you know i feel like uh you know uh once we become facebook friends uh that's basically a relationship and <laughs> that's how real life works right oh no yeah yeah, yeah. we're yeah. real friends in real life now oh that's good uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh two uh really funny people um you and and first of all um you may have heard courtney if you listen to three guys on courtney farrington mm-hmm. he's come on a few times he's been sock puppet uh-huh um i'm pre-sock puppet well you you now that the sock puppet is a concept you go into the sock puppet. i know you deny the sock puppet uh being on the roster but right you, you like as a concept you know what i'm saying I'm you, I'm yeah you you on the rankings now you know uh but but yeah so you might know him from there uh if you guys listen to three guys on like i do um it's courtney farrington man what's going on what's up thanks for having me man no problem and uh newcomer to our podcast but you know if you search her name um on different podcast places like i do uh you will hear that she's actually been on a few podcasts and been interviewed and everything yeah. it's shalewa sharp what's going on shalewa hey, hello everybody uh, thanks um, for having me thank you for coming on you yes know? thank you i uh you know i worry about stuff like mispronouncing names and stuff so i uh, hope i'm doing good so far <laughs> no no i i i would have let it i would have let you cook with it whatever you said <laughs> i'm the same way but i i feel like i shouldn't be but i'm the same way i'm gonna wait till somebody like get warrants and my name get fucked up then i'm gonna be like hold up right, right. it's rod Derrick with an e the e is silent motherfucker <laughs> but you guys do a show called thug passion can you guys tell us what thug passion is uh you wanna i'll try to tackle it um it's okay so we were walking back from a from a from a basketball game of all things and uh we had all talked about we all sit around and talk about classic black movies we quote lines and and go through the whole motion and uh we decided to what if we had a live table read starring uh funny comedians reading scripts from black movies and it like the idea blew up and everybody was super into it so we did the first movie was uh baby boy and it was first of all we type out the scripts by hand like Mm. we we go through and we read and we chop them up we type them out by hand these scripts are crazy Mm -hmm. so uh 
Like, do you remember how long Baby Boy was? Off the top of your head, yeah. Uh, uh, I would say 12, 15 years ago. No, I mean, you're talking about the length the of the. What's the, the running? How long the movie? I'd say uh, two hours and 10 minutes. Two hours and 30. Yeah, you're real close. You're real close because it was right at that sweet spot where directors were getting the okay. You know, the, the heady days of Miramax where mm. the directors were getting the okay to just put their passion projects on film. And it's it's they didn't edit out nothing it's about 45 minutes too much of baby boy yes it's a, it's a lot of baby boy i i remember uh because what happened was uh, i didn't see it in a the theater you know uh no. so who has i don't think anyone has <laughs> <laughs> but what um this is back in the way back in the day during message wars uh i used to go on this message board and it was kind of like one of the things one of the jokes that me and a couple people had is we would quote black movies in the middle of conversations that they weren't even relevant to but we 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 would just take like we would just change the quotes to whatever we were talking about so like we used to and people used to quote baby boy and i'm like i have to learn this movie so i can use the quotes and understand the context so then like if i got in an argument with somebody i would take like snoop dogg talking to uh the, the, the kid boy. yeah that's my, that, that is by far the best scene of the whole movie yeah it really is so, so disrespectful it's a child snoop dogg what are you doing yeah i don't like you either little nigga yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the first time the little boy has probably been called yeah. hard. it's so hard oh man yeah uh john singleton held nothing back uh on no. that script wise or just like like you said lengthwise because that shit did like as i was watching it i was like is it supposed to be over yet when is yeah it? yeah a, a few times a few times you're like mm, i feel like we've reached a resolution yeah like <laughs> we started it and we were just like all right i don't i think we underestimated how long this movie was maybe we should pick a new first movie because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the time too much we but, don't have the time but we have learned um baby boy was the first one the second one was new jack city yeah oh i bet you that was fun oh man oh boy oh man so much symbolism do you know that movie is about like drug use and huh it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy how Ah! like unsubtle it is like it's ridiculous there's no nuance none none oh Um, but but there's so many quotes you know mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot (laughs) who played who played ice tea <laughs> Who played? Huh, Ice T was played uh, by uh, Jim, Search. Jim Search from the. Three oh Eagles shit! Dogs. Word. You know <laughs> what? Ice T is his dude. That yeah. is his man. When we uh, contacted him about doing it, and we basically just sent him a text that was like, "Yeah, all right, you know you're going to be Ice T, right?" And he sent back a picture of Ice T, like he just has a picture in his phone of Ice T. <laughs> That's just send it back like immediately, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, okay. way too fast, way too fast too to fast. Just, just have a picture or reference to send send back." Yeah, that's so his dude, like, man. Oh. He dresses as Ice T like every Halloween, like for <laughs> real. Like that's not even a joke. No, no, no. We, no, we, we, we had the, we opened the show. Uh, we had the stage black. We had him dressed like Ice T. We opened the show with him rapping Ice T's song from New Jack City. <laughs> yes, New Jack Hustle. Yeah, yeah. So he rapped New Jack Hustler on stage by himself as Ice T. <laughs> and people thought he was lip syncing. So when we introduced the cast and he came out, and I mean he was all decked out. I mean he really looked like him. Um, we were like, hey, just give him a little bit of your Ice T. And he said like 
one sentence, just like greeting the audience, and they fell out because he sounds exactly like Ice T. Just to you know, it's just nice to know that you have a a passion like that. Yeah, he does have. He has a thug passion, indeed. He has a literal. Ice T is a thug passion. Well, well, well. I have a question for you guys because New Jack City is my all-time classic. So um, when y'all was doing like the scenes in the club that y'all had a man, the bartender doing the running man and not dropping a, a drop of drink in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do y'all have the notes like like in the like because uh, I've never, you know, read a, done, been to this or seen a script reading before. You know, cause I'm not in the industry. So do y'all have the notes in the script, too, where it's like, uh, you know, walks into the club, right. stares at this guy and then they read the line or do y'all just read the lines that everybody just supposed to understand okay so so normally a table read um the cast is just sitting at a table mm-hmm. and they're just reading they're just reading it we encourage um our actors and actresses aka the thug passion players <laughs> um, we encourage them to really act out like the scene and mm. um we'll run through it with them and we'll have the movie playing so they can see what's going on um and uh yeah so we uh you may not get the some things it's hard to pull off on stage right so it's hard to pull off like little things like that but we also have the movie ready we have yeah, uh, we cut oh. to the movie. yeah we'll cut to scenes of the movie where we're like you really kind of need to see what what this club looked like yeah and yeah. now here they are talking yeah that like of the, yeah and so you guys you can, and you guys pick movies that are very like uh that people know too so it shouldn't right. have to be too much you know what i mean like uh too like people should i mean i'm not saying you're non-black if you don't know new jack city i'm not <laughs> i'm not going that far but like i would be surprised if you didn't know what new jack city was if you were a yeah, black person like y'all making oh. me yeah, well, that's uh, that's like a generational thing. We yeah, actually, in the beginning of that one, we asked, all right, who's seen New Jack City? And some people clapped. Oh, and then we said, right. all right, so who hasn't seen New Jack City? And some people clapped. And a, a young man sitting in the front, we don't know where he was from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't think that the show, the press for the show made it all the way up to Yonkers, but I guess it did because <laughs> he was a roughneck. Hood. <laughs> Super hood. <laughs> And he was in this venue after midnight on a Friday to see us do New Jack City, wow. which was great. So when people responded like, oh, yeah, no, we've never seen this before. Homeboy stood up, turned to the – he was in the front row, turned to the audience and was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, okay, we can't. Yeah, yeah. he was the best dude we've ever had in the audience. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he, he, he was so tough that he wouldn't clap or laugh. But he also <laughs> yeah he sat he sat through a lot he sat through like, most of it just arms crossed just like in, taking it in just watching <laughs> it would have been awesome i don't know if he loves it or hates it but he's n- not going anywhere so it so. would be awesome oh. if he sat through all two hours of it and then at the very end like a single denzel tear just went down his face <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the best shit ever. <laughs> oh my god oh, oh man delightful that would have been beautiful i i would have paid to see that y'all making me think about other movies uh, uh coming to america y'all making me think of oh, yeah, all types a, of movies we got a whole list so it's long it's yeah a long list. so the right. uh the one that we're doing this friday is set it off 
Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. So that um, and that's a tough one because you know that I, I'm learning quickly, and I guess I didn't realize it at the time because at the time we were just supposed to celebrate seeing our people on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, kind of bum- a, a lot of bummers. Sad a lot movie. of these movies are bummers. Listen, <laughs> that movie is so sad. <laughs> that movie is at the end yo man listen not even at the end man when she had to fuck that dude for that rent yes that's in the beginning i was like man i'm never watching this again like i was watching it on some (laughs) like i was watching it like um when you gotta read a book for a book report (laughs) like i was forced yeah like i noted this this is all you know queen latifah was good uh everybody okay i appreciate (laughs) this i will never see this sad shit again in my life right yeah it's yeah, yeah. seen it's scene after scene of me and me and chalet were just sitting on the couch like oh oh yeah <laughs> like every scene is just somebody showing up like black women ain't shit yes basically, <laughs> basically that's it next There's scene the the scene where um uh cleo uh is um uh I mean, depending on how black I'm feeling that day, I might call it assassinated, but you know, mm-hmm. she, she maybe had it coming. Um, <laughs> the way she looks when she's first shot and then like spun around and up against the car door, her, there's a look on her face for a split second that's like such anguish. And I was like, and that's the, that's the black woman's burden right there. It's yep. right there all over face. her face. Oh that's my God. Cute. That oh, joint, no. um, how do we uh how do we add yuck yucks to this like, yeah <laughs> yeah well i guess we're gonna find out friday yeah, yeah, yeah i guess so <laughs> it's, all, it's all in the cast it's all in the cast Our we cast are have been we are working yeah we, we're working hard and we got lucky to have uh four very funny women uh making this sad shit as funny as they how do you guys um well how often do you guys do the show it's uh it's turning out to be quarterly so okay. like every three months or so okay we, uh we do it we kind of sneak in on the extra friday of a month uh at the creek in the cave and it's uh you know it's like midnight movie style so, oh at, at the creek in the cave too man yeah, that's, that's a pretty major cave. venue man a lot of mm-hmm. people go through there man yeah so we uh you know we encourage people to come a little early uh get get your buzz on Mm-hmm. Uh, come on in because we are going to we are on stage the whole time um with the actors and we do commentary and we explain some of the scenes that you're not seeing just to keep it moving and okay. then to just point out things that you may not have noticed if you watched it when you were like 12 now do right? y'all does the bar serve the drink thug passion at thug passion because i feel like no, that would be no, a major thing so let me tell you let me tell you about let me tell you about gentrified america oh, okay uh, <laughs> Lay it out, lay it out, brother. You find, you find, you find me a place that sells Alize. You know how many stores <laughs> I went into looking for Alize alone. Like I'm walking in, you think I'm speaking another language. I'm like, hey, y'all got some Alize in here, and they was like, um, sir, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find it down here, though. You have insulted us, and you need to leave. Yeah, I think you can only buy Alize if you are an underage HBCU student um, in America, because. <laughs> that's the only time i ever saw that shit in my life was yep. 
it's like it was like three or four drinks i've only seen when i was underage and at, at, at fairville state it was just like uh like i ain't seen a mad dog since i graduated oh like, no I, <laughs> oh no you're not supposed to yeah. you're just showing that you live in a good life <laughs> yeah i guess so man just nostalgia yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point it's just really nostalgia not, i just want to have grown up i just want to have the bottle like in my house like came a long way and just walk away you know what i mean <laughs> yeah because i feel like the alizé bottle is like ridiculous like it looks like the bottle that uh i dream of genie lived in yeah. <laughs> right you know but just like blue or red or oh. orange orange orange, orange, was orange. and those were the flavors uh, i want blue oh man i remember all those cheap liquors man mm-hmm. um they don't call it bottom for nothing yeah mm-hmm. and like we went to school with a <laughs> well this we went to school with a lot of uh people that were named after drinks and i'm not joking like oh. we had uh tangeray was a girl i knew oh alizé i knew i knew alizé um, oh wow yeah yeah it was not like it was not a game man <laughs> <laughs> not, that was that that's a lot of uh that goes all the way back in our community man yeah. uh, you, you know your liquor ain't shit if you outlive the actual liquor like if your name <laughs> outlives, <laughs> you know that liquor wasn't shit if like, there's what, an alizé right now you what like, does alizé mean uh i don't know anymore i mean in the 90s yeah in the 90s and it's just like like it's just brightly colored shit like it's not even good it's just it gives you a headache after you drink it like mm-hmm. there's no redeeming quality in this alcohol other than it's cheap and, and brightly colored make you sick we because of that reason we've been the most two hood people we're not drinkers mm-hmm. yeah no, uh, but the, the last two events we were we had to be at where we weren't on stage we just brought little fifths of hennessy with us <laughs> <laughs> that God. hand rock man so we we out here sipping hennessy like like kanye at the, at an award show out of, yeah out of like a, a brown bag yeah just on the street corner just terrible. oh yeah oh they call passion in public correctly mm-hmm. we're not good at it <laughs> uh karen what'd you say no they call blue passion red passion gold passion well that's what thug passion comes from is is you got to put the alice in there and the Hennessy. Yeah, the Hennessy. Well, it, it was Crystal. It was. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Crystal well, and Alizé. That money. Yeah. Who has, <laughs> yeah. No, ain't no one living a Crystal life. Also, Crystal, they, 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 they fucked up in the early 2000s. So yeah, they yeah, did. The same four black people. So word. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. They had to make the switch. <laughs> yep. They, they messed up so bad. Rappers came out with their own drinks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. We could do this. Yeah. Don't. I don't know don't. if we can. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't club anymore, so I have no idea how well those liquors are doing, but good, 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 good job, black entrepreneurs out there. Taking it upon yourselves to get the, <laughs> to get the like community drunk. Is, is the hot, um, liquor in the hood, uh, Moscato? Are they still, are we still sipping on uh, it? <laughs> I feel like Moscato was, uh, Kanye West, uh, throwing that in the line from like five years ago. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, Nicki Minaj had a brand of Moscato. Did she? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I mean, they were sold in like 24 hour grocery stores. But... Oh, she did. Oh. <laughs> oh, so I wonder if I can find some. Cool. Yeah, I would like to find some. And I, and, and I am a, as uh, Whiskey Mine and um, Woonshine say, I have a niggerish palate uh, because <laughs> I like Moscato because it's light and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I believe uh, uh, I, I, our people gravitate towards the sweet 
the, the sweet drink. It got oh, flavor. I don't. Give me something with some yeah, flavor. Give me my, like my mom used to say, give me something with some flavor. I need some flavor. I don't think I can mess with this Nicki Minaj Moscato because oh, what the hell is that? It comes in a four pack. I never seen wine. <laughs> right in a four pack. I never That's, seen wine. Oh my god, what's happening with that pick? It look like beers. <laughs> okay so this is like zima level okay yeah i can't well, i can't get with this <laughs> oh oh yeah. look at that pick oh do the weave is the weave included <laughs> let yeah, me get a no, six let me get a six of that moscato please yes and i would like the yaki included can i get the can, can i get some moscato in a can can i well, just get a can well, of moscato this lace front please i don't think i don't think i can get down with this man um i'll be scared of that <laughs> well um you know first of all make sure you guys come out and see them mm-hmm. um you know especially if you're in the nyc area about the creek in the cave <clears throat> yeah because uh you know i i would want to see this if i was up there yeah, if i was closer if i ever do go up there i gotta make it to one of these because it sounds right up my alley mm-hmm. <laughs> does, does the audience uh quote along with you guys and stuff or yeah yeah on the big lines yeah on the big lines we've done some very creative casting mm. um decisions uh, in Baby Boy, um, the role that Ving Rhames played, mm-hmm. uh, we cast uh, a comedian named Nate Frickson, who is a short Jewish man. <laughs> uh, and he ripped it. Diversity. Yes, yes, he ripped it, but he... Um, oh, he knew the movie well. so he, Yeah, he knew he, it, so he, he was like, it. oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we had an issue. We had a, we had an N-word issue. Like, how do oh, we, right. we deal with this? Um, since we've decided to go this way with casting. And Courtney came up with the great idea of... Uh, I just rewrote all of them to make him seem ridiculous. <laughs> I rewrote every last one of the words to make so he didn't have to... So he couldn't say it. Maybe right. he, he just there. substituted all the n words with other n words. <laughs> so you know, it was like you know, you uh, punk ass Nintendos. <laughs> what else did you use? Like Nintendo? Like any n word yeah. you could think yeah. of? He just he stuck in. It had nothing to do with. So he got the uh, like TNT edited version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, he, he did. did. <laughs> he got the Listen, you mother fathers. Yeah. Oh, I love that was my one of my favorite mother fathers. Mother fathers, dude. Mother you, fathers was my favorite. You must have watched the same. Y'all must have watched. Heard, the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Shalewa. Well, no, ahead. I was going to say, have you heard Mickey Ficky? That was my favorite. Yes. One. <laughs> Listen, um, the house party uh one and two used to replay on TNT back in the day, and oh, yeah. they used to do the mother father and the Mickey Ficky man. <laughs> Like I used to live for that. <laughs> Those sound like dance moves. Yeah, <laughs> that was Robin Harris outside the the cop car talking to the cops when they had to bleep all of that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad caught us watching the um, regular version one time, and we he we had to sit and count how many cuss words was in it just because he was just like making us ashamed of it. Like, nah, go ahead. No, you can watch <laughs> I mean, it. That sounds that sounds kind of fun. That's some, the the most one book report i've ever heard in my yeah, life yeah, listen by the it, like it started off serious but by the end we were laughing at how ludicrous it was because it's like <laughs> it's like 75 cuss words or something it's like a ridiculous number oh, um man, they curse a lot and house party was extremely homophobic oh I mean, my it, god it was crazy oh, everything and yeah everything was homophobic. it was a whole 
a whole nother time dude I went to the 20th anniversary of House Party at the Museum of Moving Moving Images, which is curated by one of the brothers who made it. What's his name? Um, was it Hughes? No, no. Um, oh, they the made Hud- the House Party. The Hudsons. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they brought out they brought out Full Force, which was crazy. Isn't it wild that Full Force were the bullies in that movie? And we and they were legitimately scary. Like it's not like I wasn't scared, but like i don't know if we could pull that off today a bunch of jericho dudes no. walk around no 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 no. i don't no. think so no they were, i mean they were swole but like their t-shirts were torn you know yes what I mean? yes and, and who can be scared shirts and stuff yeah and who could be scared of somebody that comes out and says, full force get busy one time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, gonna kick oh, some man. fucking ass that's really that's, that don't sound scary yeah no, they, no. well i ain't gonna lie that time i was scared of them oh yeah yeah when i was a kid i was like man i like are they these the bullies that the dare program is warning me about right i need to be paying more attention they're gonna make me smoke weed in the bathroom they're gonna was it down my throat the first day of seventh grade and i'm gonna end up being a drug addict this is how it happens full force shows <laughs> my, my problem is is how are they all around the same age full force look old oh right 40 year old dudes who had just gotten out of the joint <laughs> yeah what are they doing in high like, school you never graduated dog what's happening <laughs> it was like <laughs> fuck it just gonna come back from where they left off they yeah. had to see with the principal he and the principal's office looking older than the principal <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. like my career gonna be high school student kid and play knew how to cast some bullies man you know um oh, they had that that one in that school uh the 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 schools uh what was the name of that movie something school where it was like uh kid was the was it class act class act yeah, yeah. kid was the uh smart one the one man play yeah, yeah. Play, mm-hmm. play was the bad one uh and uh they end up switching roles where uh yeah. play gets into like the genius school and classes <laughs> and kid gets in there with the uh and, it was like that movie was actually like i rewatched it maybe a year or two ago and it, it's it holds up well it does and, and karen was in there karen parsons yeah surprisingly oh, well okay. done yes, she was i yeah, still remember and, uh, a comedian friend came up to me just last week and asked if we were going to do class act and then he started to recite the lines yes and uh and that happens a lot to you right people yeah. will come up with movies that they think we should y'all gotta do this next or you gotta oh yeah you probably get well, tired of that yeah, we gotta. I don't. Oh. <laughs> we gotta, because there's some that I forget. Someone came up and was like, "Well, you're gonna do Baps, right?" And I was like, "Baps, oh, yes, <laughs> completely forgot." So you know, gotta add it to the list. Yeah, there's some. I was uh, sometimes I just like today. I was just coming out of uh, Chopped this uh, this restaurant down here, and uh, when I was leaving, I could not, for the love of my life, get um pootie tang out of my head that's another good one on the tippy top. Yeah. <laughs> i'm on i'm on run yo <laughs> but no the thing the thing the one i couldn't get out of my head and it's such an obscure line but it's when they're sitting at the dinner table and he was thinking about the girl that he has a crush on and he goes that's a tone pony so i was like <laughs> i like, I don't even it doesn't even mean anything no, it doesn't make sense like but it just no, i don't I, love I, it but it sounds like high praise it really does. it really right it was the cadence i was like yeah i, I can relate to that booty i have no idea what that means <laughs> i'm gonna be using it now you just brought it back into yeah yeah. Whole vocabulary. Uh, yeah that that movie's uh so underrated man when that uh with he's breaking up with a grown-ass woman when he's like eight <laughs> <laughs> she, 
she threw his uh big wheel out <laughs> oh man the crazy thing was louis ck said it the the final version wasn't what him and chris rock wanted it to be so can wow. you imagine if the movie was what they wanted it to be i know I, yeah I, I have no idea what that what it would have been man right like if they had the creative control that they wanted um that's crazy i still remember the media blitz with like uh mtv was promoting it they had like (laughs) i I think maybe even destiny's child or one of those groups like had a single on it it might have been 702 or something but it was just like they were doing so much to promote this movie and i went and saw it and i was just a big fan of chris rock show so you know it didn't matter pootie tang was all i was all about some pootie tang it didn't matter but we were in the theater and i know what the movie's gonna be because i you know i watch chris rock show i watch pootie tang mm-hmm. that segment always kills me everybody wasn't ready and so <laughs> many so many people had never heard of no motherfucking pootie tang we have we saw so many people get up and just walk, walk out. out like they just gave up on the movie like he's not talking english what the fuck what is funny about this and i'm just and me and karen were just like progressively getting more and more hysterical as people walked out like it was just like oh, oh yeah we started making bets we were like what about that couple down there <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i was like it's gonna mess around and be just me and you yeah people were pissed <laughs> That's hilarious. private screening of pooties oh right. man yeah. so good um all right let's uh let's do some show stuff here guys got news things okay. things have continued to happen over the past 24 hours so we're gonna talk about them okay mm-hmm. uh of course this is the blackout tips see us on itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the show when it comes saturday uh we do our feedback stuff um the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 496 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail uh his bail has not been lowered still at two million dollars uh no news uh coming out of that camp right now so uh and also uh in other major news i paid off my rooms to go credit card that's what i'm talking about dog that's good that's good yeah Yeah, that's nice and then they still sent me a bill in my email for zero dollars it's like they was just practicing you know (laughs) (laughs) they was like just in case you forgot you ain't got no balance come buy some more shit yeah Aww. it's just letting you know like hey man it's like i guess it's like when an ex texts you like you you know hey, hey you good you yeah. good <laughs> just think it <laughs> just good? think about you <laughs> so, like, they was like we're used to this so we're gonna send it to you anyway and uh good in good positive black news uh the wgn tv show underground mm-hmm. uh has been renewed for season two i'm glad that's my shit i love that show if y'all not on it get on it it is a great show yep uh congrats to john legend and all the people over there uh do you guys watch underground have you seen it yet i haven't seen it yet i don't watch a lot of tv yeah Yeah. but Uh, i watch the tweets like i read the tweet the live tweeting of it so i'm like oh okay i almost am following this story (laughs) it is very good like when i watch when i finally watch it i'll be like oh yeah no no someone did mention this (laughs) yeah it's uh it's really good man um it's you know as always man i'm i'm pro uh telling our own stories about our history in this country because uh we you know we give like the real and then we also kind of um don't really have a lot of like the white savior thing where it's just like these negroes should be free and it's like (laughs) he's the real hero you know thank goodness he showed up like not that not that that didn't happen historically obviously there had to be white people that were helping right um but you know a lot of a lot of these movies it feels like 
it, they try to like whitewash it and make the white people kind of like not harmful except for like a couple ones you know right, and it's like right. nah that that couldn't be how slavery was because uh, <laughs> that's not even how today is you know what i mean like it doesn't even fucking make sense man uh but yeah it got renewed man uh so good congratulations to them mm-hmm. also uh, another quick aside for tv uh cnn had uh uh w kamau bell comedian mm-hmm. um, right. mm-hmm. um he is doing this show called shades of america and i don't know if this is the first episode or not i just caught like the preview of it so i recorded it yeah it was the first episode okay it it was uh he goes and visits the clan throughout i was seeing that yeah yeah yeah, i um i watched it and i'd have been scared for him watching yeah well you know what man this is the thing people don't understand about w kamal bell that nigga's like six eight or some shit. Yeah, he's yeah, giant. he's huge. Yeah, like he's an affable motherfucker and everything. But <laughs> don't get it twisted, man. You like don't don't white them white dudes are all looking up at him. You know what I'm saying? They shook his hand and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting, man. So if you out there are in podcast land listening to this, and you haven't seen it. Uh, Shades of America, man. It was the most amazing part to me is just like how illogical racism is because like these people would have cordial conversations with him and then the second he pushed it to like so would you like come down my house and just you know break bread with me we could just kind of talk about this and it's like whoa now no i wouldn't do that now come on but <laughs> like it's just like they just hit a brick wall no matter how cool you know they would shake his hand call each other sir you know and you know even when they go on their like white power ranch they weren't even that bad you know, not that they're not bad but it was like it wasn't even like you niggers i hate you it was all shit like well you know i just believe that white people belong with white people and you know i don't think racism mingle are you uh, a believer of the bible because you know he said not to mingle with the mud races and <laughs> oh lord not the mud races straight up to his face and only yeah, but yeah the mud races i can only imagine w kamai bell even doing those interviews because he's the only person that has the temperament for that bullshit but he mm-hmm. did it uh, congrats to him so yeah check it out y'all i'm actually gonna watch that now sure yeah yeah it. and when you do go to his twitter feed because he was live tweeting oh, the reactions sounds, oh, uh east coast and west coast so like just and the way he will answer he'll actually take the person's tweet and then do the little response thing and it was fascinating yes to see people because he at some point gets to go to the compound like they take him to a compound but that means getting on a dark dusty road with a bunch of clan members mm-hmm. and uh my twitter's exploded it was just like oh, i mean i know you got out but i mean did you are you all right Ooh. like are you all right though yeah, yeah. it was just and in Ooh. and in between it like he's doing kind of like he's explaining it doing like talking to a live crowd almost like it's almost like stand up but it's kind of more like he's explaining what they're about to watch on the screen and, yeah, um, that's what his stand-up had been, like, historically had been more, like, presentations. Yeah, so he was doing, you know, he was in his element, and uh, at one point, they're about to burn a cross, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa stop! Uh, we can't, we cannot have the cross burning, it's only like 20 minutes in, we gotta save it for the end. <laughs> <laughs> the closer. Yeah. The closer is the cross burning. Yeah, he was like, cause what, 
you said because uh you know like a black person watching a cross burning live in person that's what you end with plus i don't know what what you can follow a cross burning with and he's like and i don't want to know right but uh yeah man it was a really good idea and uh like i said it it really just tugs at how illogical racism is not that uh, black people don't know we all know but it's still good to kind of see it because uh, these people look so silly but they're so serious man like they had a really billboard mean. that was like anti-racist means anti-white and you're like what what is this <laughs> what is the logical leap here you know what i mean it was crazy man um other crazy news uh jared fogel who you guys may know from eating sandwiches and having oh se- word yeah that guy okay yeah having sex with kids um he won a hundred and eighty thousand dollars from the former employee and fellow pedophile russell taylor that was his dog that's actually how he got caught right uh that dude got caught first and he was like you don't want me <laughs> i can't do all this time by myself guys <laughs> yeah. no he came in there, you don't want six inch you want the foot long <laughs> i don't you don't want me he's like i don't ain't no planes in the hood <laughs> so uh yeah he uh was the original snitch but he got sued by jared fogel um because he did not pay back a six-figure loan after buying his child porn uh house so uh oh, yeah he okay. won he won a bid to reclaim one hundred and eighty-four thousand dollars from his fellow convict and former employee russell taylor pedophile and petty okay <laughs> <laughs> right he's a petty foul <laughs> i want all the pets yeah. <laughs> um oh, yeah you ta- know, yeah go you ahead gotta get life's little victories where you can <laughs> yeah so. word on the street is he's in there eating oatmeal cream pies and shit so i mean he probably doing <laughs> going straight to the commissary man. he got his ass whooped didn't he, he I, probably got that. I mean the oatmeal cream pies that is a punishment and it's, have you only eaten oatmeal cream pies before i have yes it's that's not good for your body no, no but it feels so nice and in jail you know what i'm saying that's just like currency man yeah that's true that's true that may put him like at the head of the he might be rich right he yeah he, pedophile rich yeah he probably keeping them off of him with that shit like hey hey hey, hey, hey. here's a box of oatmeal cream pies all right now let's leave just now who wants some little debbies because jared runs this shit now I'll give you both swiss rolls <laughs> <laughs> yeah they said um apparently fogel gave him uh some money to buy a house in indiana in 2014 and then the dude stopped making his 850 dollar a month payments when he got arrested uh so i guess he had some bigger fish to fry um sure and and now that it's all settled uh jared's like uh run my coin so (laughs) <laughs> where's that back rent <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need you to uh put this all in my books please if you can, if you can. all of it it was all good just a week ago man used to be friends now they fight <laughs> fight money come between friends man <laughs> well among other things <laughs> well that's I, that's weird that they were pedophile friends in the first place and all worked at the same place <laughs> Cause I don't even know how that conversation would happen. I don't right. even talk to. You stumble upon yeah like, your, your coworker being a like what like how how do you go from like you, you hey come, did you see the playoffs to 
oh man, you like little boys too? Like, right. where's the yeah? How, how do you get thread? to that point? How does that happen? Right. Hey, let me use your computer real quick. All right. I mean, that's a huge risk because you could be going to jail. Like, I mean, I just pictured them having a conversation and then like Jared being like, man, you know what I'm really into? And other dudes like, nah, let me tell you what I'm into. He's like, all right, let's just tell each other at the same time. <laughs> One, two, three. Child porn, child porn. Me too. Oh, shit. And let's be best friends. We can both say, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> children. Oh, yeah, I like children too. Wait, you mean to raise them or like the, oh, okay, cool, cool. That's what I was saying too, man. Me too. Yeah. You should let me help you buy your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had the kids. Right. How do you even hint at that shit? Oh, man. You see that 12 year old over there looking good? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They ride through the streets in Indiana, just real deep, sitting real low in the <laughs> eating, eating subs. Playgrounds, <laughs> Offering children subs and shit. All right. But, uh, oh. Yeah. Cards, bringing them in. Just, just making it rain gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> giving them those uh, cookies and shit, yeah, those stale those ass cookies. cookies. Yeah. I, I might have gotten snatched. I mean, I might, yeah, cookies, I might have did like... a little something strange. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have all the parents confused. They were like, um, Billy, you ain't got no job. How are you paying for everybody's meal today? <laughs> um, you make them all chocolate chip. We in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get to uh some of our games here guys all right um we have a couple games that we like to play here yes uh the the first one is called uh fucking with black people (laughs) okay okay sounds like my job i'm in all right let me get some uh get my theme music here so we can uh sing the song uh i don't know why spotify is moving slow must be upset that uh Beyonce ain't put that shit on there. Wait, you you spot you Spotify and you title? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you best of both worlds. I see you. Hey man, <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because when oh, shit man. come out, I want to get it. Yeah, although hey, look, um, I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. Title been winning lately though, but I'm about to. So Spotify, <laughs> hey now, hey, I might want to step it up. Couple, they only got a couple of feet. They only have a couple of features left. That makes you stick. Like, if you wanted to stay, they only got a couple of features left. Spotify does. Right. Yeah. They got to, like, they, like, title, like, right on their ass. Like, <laughs> they need to. I saw them complaining about it the other day. Like, man, you know, these exclusives are hurting everybody. I'm like, mm-mm. Hurting. Title has an original show that they just, like, a whole bunch of original shows that they just read up. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to have to get in. Listen, get title that. got something you can't find anywhere. A Lauren Hill concert where she show up on time every time. <laughs> Well, that is worth 10 bucks a 10. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I saw that the other day when I was looking through, like, they got Prince Live concerts and stuff on there, too. And I was like, Lauren Hill? What year? 2016? <laughs> you know, like, I heard she had retired, so you yeah, can still catch it. Uh, all right, here's a song, guys. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. Right. Yes. I am so glad we waited for that. Fucking with black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The game where we read articles from all around the globe and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see. How about? 
Mm, how about this one uh you guys know uh unless you've been uh living under a, a rock um beyonce has released uh the newest uh album lemonade mm-hmm. and right, sure. visual album and the experience and uh the tour and everything that goes along with being beyonce um <laughs> well apparently pierce morgan says that uh jay-z is not the only one who needs to be nervous about beyonce the born again black woman with a political mission what mm-hmm. yeah he writes i never like it when ent- entertainers go all political about actual opinion he's not even in america anymore by the right. way here's morgan like way over there just just throwing stones uh the cynic in me believes it's rarely done for genuine reasons but for strictly commercial ones you know no is no way possible that a person like beyonce who has all this money and access and white people have lauded for years could possibly be like oh guess what guys i'm also black you know that that would never happen we all know all all races are equal Uh, it's that (laughs) snl skit all over again Mm -hmm. yeah oh it is literally it yeah it's not for us (laughs) right um uh so yeah he he basically goes on to say that she's uh he thinks she's faking her uh political uh awareness basically and um let's see what else he said uh that was real superstar fame when he talked about uh was he talking about was it prince or something oh yeah okay which brings me to beyonce and her new visual album lemonade now i bow to no man nor woman when it comes to my admiration for this lady i once spent a day a delightful day with her in london for cnn she was bright for warm funny sharp and incredibly impressive i love that now right now she's none of them (laughs) <laughs> no now she's just black oh yeah. yeah. that erases everything else but now she's black and i i know my whole world has turned upside down because you can't be both right. no, no impressive way. and black that's crazy you must be an angry black woman now that's the only thing left um so he talks about the day they spent together and how people were like mobbing them and paparazzi was around there and he says that that was real superstar fame and all this shit yeah because they couldn't come in for you mm-hmm. <laughs> um and he said <laughs> uh he said she was a global brand and all this shit then he goes into but just lately beyonce's been adding a far more serious deeply political race-fueled tone to her work race fueled mm-hmm. talks about formation and the black panther stuff and the, the super bowl um and uh he said that uh it was understandably uh seen as a attack on the u.s police i i heard that argument uh like they said that she was drowning police because of the water <laughs> levels were rising yeah. Uh, and I immediately walked away from everyone who said that because I was like, "You guys, I'm not gonna look like a fool because I'm out here <laughs> arguing with you dummies." The sign literally, like, she had a sign in there that just said "Stop killing us," and it says a lot about America. If the idea of not killing black people is seen as a threat to police, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, don't kill me, please, you motherfucker! Really, really? <laughs> How dare you? The audacity! <laughs> 
how i'm supposed to do my job and feed my kids wow okay i'm just trying to make it uh, this i'm just trying to make it home at the end of the night bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay wow so you want to make it home and then i came at, okay i see how it is dog i yeah. see I, I didn't even want to go home my house broken you know how we do um <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah he basically goes on the troll like i don't like he talks about how she had the mothers of of grieving the grieving mothers are like mike brown and um and, uh, and, and trayvon martin and stuff in the video and you know her quoting malcolm x it's just all like you know all this shit about he loves beyonce but this is obviously so terrible it's the worst thing ever um karen zero to a hundred for pierce morgan's take on uh beyonce okay okay uh that so i'm assuming that is a hundred mm-hmm. uh in beyonce all language bees. all the bees yeah where's my uh what, what, i think i have this sound i do there you go <laughs> all right uh what say you shalewa what i i'm still trying to figure out what's so terrifying about black women like why why we strike so much fear into the hearts of men and not just white men Mm -hmm. black men sometimes are real scared and i i I don't know why i'm a pussycat Mm -hmm. i am as long as i don't stub my toe we're good Mm -hmm. so uh i mean he's a Wait, 100 is the worst, right? Like, yeah, 100 is the the most you can get. Okay, I can't just add zeros to it. Um, um I mean, we've yeah. had people that that have we just I was still counted as 100, you know, to keep the record <laughs> okay. keeping, but I don't you know. Mess up the technical the technicality. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just I whenever I read stuff like that, I'm just like, "What what happened?" Like certainly the black woman who raised you acted like she loved you mm. for the check. Like what you know what i mean like well i yeah. don't understand how anyone can and i understand i i, I get that you know it's trolling and he's like uh right. this ought to get him to pay attention to me and i'm like well you know what was weird to me is like even if you're trolling i i don't understand the mentality and maybe it's just how i was raised i don't understand the mentality of not like fighting you know like not like i'm not saying every day you gotta wake up and fight but like when somebody says some fuck shit i have no problem being like that is some fuck shit you know like i don't i'm not gonna go to his job like it it, it took me 10 seconds to tweet it and now i'm on with my day but every once in a while like you'll see this and the people be like don't even don't even say anything i'm just like man fuck him like he need to know that i don't fuck with him i don't know like it trust it won't change anything about my life to tell him i don't fuck with him you know you know that's the best that'd probably be the best tweet like you just tag pierce morgan in a tweet and then you just put man fuck him right i don't fuck with you just out of nowhere like i don't who, know what who this are is. you who are you like right. the, i love that who are, who are you right you don't even stay here right, right. you don't even go here yeah <laughs> Uh, what about you, Courtney? You're not a black woman, and you're not from here. Chill right. out. <laughs> Chill out. Like real talk, if you don't have anything good to say, and because I feel like every time Beyonce puts something out, it's pretty much National Black Girl Time, mm-hmm. right? If you don't have nothing good to say, it's cool to let it slide. It's cool to just be like everybody's having a jam. Mm-hmm. I don't have to come through with try shit on a party. You know what I'm saying? But is especially if, like the further degrees you get out, like 
you know black men are like we don't really have the shit to say you know i've seen some of the shit that's been said and it's like you could have said nothing right then, right yeah 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 <laughs> it's, that, it's that it's that news story effect where you show up to the scene or something and you put the microphone in somebody's face and they just say the most random bullshit <laughs> it's just a, yeah it, it, oh, i synced it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song drop and then like everybody feel like a microphone just dropped in front of their face and they, they want to record live no nah, man we don't we, we no we don't need we don't need we don't need that we don't need yeah that, that really is that's like twitter in a nutshell like just a bunch of people showing up late like i seen the shit um, <laughs> so uh courtney what would you give it zero to a hundred man intervals of 25 uh, I'm gonna go 75. Oh, that's okay. All right. Se- I'm gonna go 75. Uh, I want to go full 100, but I he he just trying to he's just trying to come back. He trying to mm. he trying to use. He trying try to get a TV show. He's trying he's trying yeah. to leverage. This is this is the baby take me back troll mm. right here. Yeah, <laughs> it is. All right, I give it a hundred, but I give it a hundred on GP because it's Pierce Morgan. Like I would have. Uh, trick question if he would have said anything he was getting a 100 from me yeah, fuck him yeah he's terrible every time he shows up it's always some hey black people you won't like this like we already don't like you some snark just ah. the most snarky uh, yeah, just the way he talks. You know, he's like, I think the last thing he said was that he didn't have a problem with uh, the Nina Simone makeup for Zoe Zaldana. I'm just like, who, what did, mm-hmm. who, nobody asked you, nobody asked you that? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> wanted to that? know. Nobody wanted to know, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all right, here's a complex one, guys. Okay. Oh, okay. This one's kind of complex. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm going to read it anyway. There's a white missionary couple that, you know, you know these people that like go around the earth and uh they just they love jesus so much they help people in in bad places and stuff mm-hmm. um you know some people down them and stuff i i mean it's good and bad because i've seen these fucking like documentaries where like they'll take their religion over over to africa and be like extra homophobic because they know they can't get away with it here um mm. on, and then they'll and, and it'll be like the reason like they put a lot of money into the government and shit and it'll be the reason that some countries are like we should just lock up all gay people and then mm-hmm. like our president has to come over there and be, uh, like address them and be like hey man if y'all do that we're not sending no more shit okay and it's like okay we won't lock up the gay people but we still <laughs> we still gonna be fucking them up though well, we still can ban them out out, out the country yeah so like i'm kind of torn on missionaries because i'm sure there's people that wouldn't have gotten help if it wasn't for missionaries but then like if you're just over there spreading evil because you can't do it here right I, I don't give a fuck if it's in the name of jesus or not you can't you shouldn't be doing that shit right. um all right so there's this one couple that uh white couple who have given birth uh to black triplets because they adopted them as embryos um there's something beautiful and enriching being the only white face sitting and chatting with some of my african-american friends as my son gets his hair cut on a saturday morning aaron (laughs) sorry aaron Aaron harvard said in an op-ed published by the washington post there's also something wonderful in the relationship that is built as my wife asked a black friend on facebook how to care for our little biracial daughter's hair Oh shit! But when did black people turn into Jurassic Park? <laughs> right? How are we, Why are we an experiment? Why are we? It's like you—you you gonna 
did you find a black person in a drop of fucking? Oh, that's oh, that is. Oh, I'm, already, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> angry that you. Uh, that's. Mm. He found us. Whenever people it. say that they're just proud of themselves for having a conversation with a black person about <laughs> their upkeep, I'm like, what the. F- you, how are you sitting around with your friends talking about your black children, but at no point were your friends like, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that's a bad idea. <laughs> everything you're doing. Yeah. Everything you plan on doing. Like you're learning how, oh boy. All the money you're spending to surgically inject black embryos into your body. I just think the whole thing a bad idea. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> just, uh, uh, they, so they said, um, Halbert explained that he and his wife, Rachel Halbert, were already raising other children, a three-year-old black boy and a two-year-old biracial girl, both adopted as infants. Okay. Mm-hmm. When another couple convinced them to try adopting embryos that were created through in vitro fertilization. See, white people, y'all go too far. Y'all go too far. Why are we adopting embryos? No, let's raise. How about why don't we try to raise the two that we got? No, how do you how do you how do you adopt embryos? Hold on, how do you, how do you adopt embryos? No, tell me, um, how do you adopt embryos? Uh, you pay for them, right? I yeah, mean, there's got to be paperwork. I guess they're fertilized. What do you do? I'm assuming they're fertilized already, and then you just. Uh, so they're what fully if, they're they're fully black from the motherland. Mm-hmm. What they too like chill pants? What's happening here? It does feel like um, it does feel like they found these babies in some amber in the jungle, right? Uh, like a cabbage patch, <laughs> like uh, just like Jurassic Park. Just ripped uh, from a tree one day. Yeah, black like blood. They like stuck <laughs> a they, they stuck a needle in a mosquito. It was like, look, <laughs> we can make Negroes now. <laughs> this one's ripe enough. Right, and then the, like the theme song started playing and shit. The, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that's not even the right one. Hold on, where's my uh, the one with the horns? Oh, that's John Williams. He's just gonna he's gonna be sitting in a jeep riding around their land, looking at all the black people that they they grew. <laughs> right, ah, I got a whole farm of us. This one was called Blackosaurus Rex. <laughs> he was the king of the jungle. Hey, we still we still here. Like, right, you don't, you don't gotta grow us. We still here. <laughs> uh anyway uh so he uh he says um we live in a well oh okay so then they 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 said they would adopt the embryos the embryos had been harvested by a christian facility the national embryo donation center which stockpiles excess embryos from other procedures um we live in a world with hundreds of thousands of embryos frozen in the united states alone most who aren't selected by their biological parents are donated to science or destroyed or kept frozen if christians or others really believe life begins at conception it follows that we should respond by being willing to support embryo adoption and even take part in it ourselves uh after implanting two embryos last fall we lost you hold on oh, oh sorry oh can y'all hear us now yeah are we back Wait, wait. Oh, oh we got I no see. sound okay let me hang up and call him back all right i just saw where it said the sound cut out let me call him right back see if maybe i can fix it on our side all right, uh, y'all there can y'all hear us now i don't know it's giving me the same error are we moving on am i moving over there uh yeah i can even see okay. them moving okay all right let me uh, uh can they hear us it's ringing it says call okay. dropped okay try one more time yeah i have no idea maybe skype just cut out i don't know 
Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Something happening on their side. <clears throat> Let me see. Well, they're still in the camera, and they're moving. So. Yeah, we can still see them moving. All right. Hold on. Let's see. Call keeps dropping. All right. Let's see. All right. I think I hear them. Hey, y- y'all hear yes. us? Okay. All right. No idea what that was, guys. Oh, that's all right. That's what we get for no. talking about spooky shit like growing <laughs> embryos in your body for fun. And <laughs> if you got you got money for Black Jurassic Park, you got money to shut down Skype for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely Skype. All the shit money. Yeah. Well, um, of course, uh, they got the triplets now, um, and uh he said um he argued that if the lord wanted us to have a white child it would happen through traditional conception so he said they haven't been able to get pregnant on their own so got uh you know he's like so we're second string we're second string back up hey god was like hey call in the backup yeah. uh, <laughs> i like that they believe in science when they want to you know what i mean <laughs> when it's convenient right it's like now we do believe in this uh however he said neither he nor his wife are people who think race doesn't exist or don't see it particularly in mississippi where they grew up there will always be the older white woman in walmart who stares at us with sheer disgust or the african-american mother who looked at us and just shook her head nigga that ain't the same anyway (laughs) 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 however however there was also a young black girl who wept when we told her this little boy with her skin color was our son and the older white doctor who lovingly prayed over him and held him so tenderly all right zero to a hundred how much y'all feel fucked with i'm gonna say a hundred by that family and that doctor that's praying uh you don't know my religion dog Is doctor gonna hold my baby in prison? I don't. I mean, I appreciate it, but you don't know me. That really seemed like the worst possible thing to happen at a doctor's office when the doctor just started praying. The doctor hold my black baby in prison, my black <laughs> baby in prison. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't like. No, I say. I say. Uh, I say a hundred. I uh, that is. What yeah, about? That's absolutely hundred. There are so many things that. Um, that they are expected to teach those kids that they don't understand themselves, mm. right? So now who's going to give them the talk of how to have their hands always That's... visible when they're in a, a mini mart? You know what I mean? Like who's going to, because they're not thinking of that. They're thinking the Lord and questionable science will take care of everything. They're, wow. fa- they're Facebook friends. <sighs> yeah, like, those kids those are not going to be. They're not going to be. You guys, uh, you're thinking about it in the terms of they're going to teach these kids how to be black. I'm not going to do that. No, <laughs> no. These not. kids are going to have. Uh, those are going to be the ashiest children. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going to know nothing about no shea butter or cocoa butter. Them babies' hair gonna be all over their head. It's gonna be dry. Gonna be breaking and shit. Someone in the Facebook group is going to hip them to cocoa butter. Guys, don't worry about it. Do you know how much Jergens it takes? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know about no blue magic. Poor kids. What if that's really why that young black girl was crying in Walmart? She was like, Jergens. Oh, they got they age so <laughs> fast. They got age so fast. Right. I feel so bad for her. You yeah. can't put head and shoulders on her. Oh, no. like, oh that black is going to crack. Karen, uh, what about you? Zero to 100. 
Oh, that's a hundred. All right. Uh, for me, I don't know. I feel conflicted. Uh, I'm giving them, um, see, my thing is this. I don't really have a problem with the idea of intra-racial adoption, right? Like, you know. um, or even if you, even if your thing was, we want to have these embryos, we can't get pregnant ourselves. I don't have a problem with that either. But it's almost like they sound racially like fetishizing the right. idea. Like it's not out of like, it's People like, love. give me, I need, we need black babies so we can go take pictures on Facebook and show everybody. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're touting themselves as like better Christians than the other people. Like right. we put our mouths, money where our mouths is so much, we'll raise a black baby. That's how crazy we are. And it's like, wait a minute, dog. This, it's not a competition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like you, I'm gonna say, I guess they expect to get to heaven and then God to be like, man, you guys, you, you really went took the extra mile. You, you, black babies? <laughs> Come right up front. No, you ain't gotta wait in line. Ah! Hey, let, me, let me let me let me see how many black babies this family, oh, this family got. All the black babies. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, four, four and a half black babies. Oh, okay. Uh, so I bring this white white family in here. <laughs> so I give them like a seventy five, I think, because I'm confused. Because like, if the kids grow up fine, that there's no way they're gonna grow up fine. Anyway, let's uh get to let's get to our last game, guys. A little game called Guess the Race. Um where we read news articles and uh we have you guys uh guess the race um and we have a theme song for this as well great no 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 I it's time for some guess the race now that is guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we have our contestants today shalewa and courtney from the thug passions presents uh show to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist yes they are very all right let's get to our stories um here's one a burger king employee uh you guys know burger king home of the whopper mm-hmm. he is accused of theft after stealing three thousand dollars in cash and twenty thousand dollars in food Ooh. and he disappeared from the store shit uh burger king employee is accused of theft after uh, twenty thousand dollars worth of food and over three thousand dollars in cash disappeared from the restaurant uh he t- told uh the restaurant told police he was stealing the money to pay off drug debts <laughs> i know i got done drills but would you like some whoppers in exchange <laughs> yeah hey he literally was the i got these cheeseburgers man <laughs> <laughs> he was literally that dude i got tons of them uh william simmons senior 54 years old of west palm beach florida of course faces grand theft and burglary charges he was arrested on monday since simmons started working at the restaurant march 29th twenty thousand dollars in food went missing along with three thousand one hundred ninety one dollars and ten cent in cash i'm not a ten cent yeah they worse than jerry they want all their coins mm-hmm. the investigation started saturday when a manager at the restaurant told a police detective uh simmons would leave a door unlocked at the restaurant and then sneak in without any alarms going off holy shit the manager said video cameras captured simmons going into the restaurant through an unlocked door at the back and taking money from the registers 
an investigator found simmons working at the restaurant monday and brought him to a back office where he was handcuffed simmons said he knew cameras captured him stealing money and food he told them already really wow Ah! oh wow you do not do that anyway he told the police that everyone made sandwiches to take home with them oh oh he tried to to get everybody fired now he tried to compare it to the little petty shit like uh like when i worked at wendy's like like, get extra sodas and shit yeah Yeah. chicken sandwiches home we all take chicken sandwiches home, right guys. <laughs> like oh man I, I ate to know about the chicken sandwich man i Not. mean it's kind of the same as stealing thirty thousand dollars worth of food come mm-hmm. on i just did it thirty thousand times uh he told police <laughs> so he, he said he'd also taken home frozen sausage patties and biscuits from the freezer uh he said he, ah! did, he didn't know how the door was left unlocked and when they asked him about stolen money he said he only took three hundred dollars yeah only i like how people start bargaining with the police like that's gonna help the cause you know like oh there's underground uh larceny right uh, there's a there's only there's a we know there's three thousand dollars missing no i only took like 300 of that money okay (laughs) i don't know i got i got about a misdemeanors amount so i don't know what rest (laughs) i don't know what you had a right to remain silent oh damn uh when i asked simmons why he was taking money from the register he said he owes some people money for drugs uh well you know what if we had the 15 dollar minimum wage he could afford his drugs mm-hmm. uh state records show simmons a registered sex offender oh, oh damn oh, oh damn oh. come on man should have been working at subway has pre- <laughs> has previously been arrested seven times and has convictions including sexual assault marijuana possession and failure to register as a sex offender uh guess the race of mr what was his first name uh william senior wait william simmons senior yeah he's white 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 all right let's check the chat room and see what race they believe william simmons simmons senior is all that food was for them baby mama's black oh blizzack menace to society black that's, that's black like as shit. That's, that's like pretty black. Like yeah, yeah, I feel like it's that's house that. shoes is real shoes black. <laughs> with yeah, cheese. Uh American and oh. black man was finished and done with his job. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh anyway, the correct answer is he was black, guys. He was black. Court that means Courtney and Shalewa missed it. And all you racist motherfuckers in the chat. Awesome. Awesome. What are y'all saying? All my uncles know somebody. How do you, how do you not? How you, how do you, not how you black know and you don't know nobody who sell what you do? You don't know nobody. <laughs> okay. I want to know where he found a place that he could hock the meat. You know what I'm saying? Like what drug? Like what drug? Like he must have been. You know what it was? I guarantee it. He was actually hooking the whole hood up of course he was, he was that's what it was he was to connect and then he would take that money and be like okay let me flip this ironically let me flip this uh burger money into um drug money so I, okay i'll see you play i'll see you play boy anyway um all right and now uh oh let me see if i can put this picture in here so you guys can uh see what he looks like by the way his face looked like yeah you stole them cheeseburgers you know what i mean oh, he stole it's probably why he confessed because he just got that face it's like oh i did it i mean what are we talking about guys let me see if i can put this in the chat for you guys see here um there we go Um, that would give him 
Look at his face. Oh, yeah, he, he oh. did it. He did it. You are not uncle. I know. <laughs> he looked like Sam. <laughs> He's like, like the police just finished going, have it your way. <laughs> oh. Oh. Won't be fooled again. All right. Let's go to uh sword ratchetness, guys. We're not gonna do bonus round today. We're running out of time. So we're gonna do some sword ratchetness here. Um and uh where's my long ass sound effect? Uh there we go. This will be twenty seconds of your life you can't ever have back. that's right <laughs> i don't have when you mess with swords you die unregulated sword ownership is one of the number one problems in the world everybody concentrates on guns and they end up missing all the violence that happened with swords and we haven't even taken care of that first mm-hmm. so we at the black Owl tips are spreading awareness about the many sword crimes that go unpunished and underpunished every single day that's case hilarious. in case in point okay Oh, shit. a husband tried to murder his wife with a ceremonial sword and then claimed she had been injured by a burglar oh mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. yeah i'm not afraid of any weapon that can be fought off by going man take your ass home <laughs> <laughs> uh man when you see all the sword violence that happens in america and, and throughout the world uh you'll see a lot of these motherfuckers ain't listening uh harjeet singh 46 struck his wife over the head with the sword before attempting to strangle her during a horrific attack last october shit yep he tried to murder her with a ceremony a ceremonial sword before you buy a burglar and he's been jailed for how many years you think none attempted murder it's not it's not none he's going to jail okay probably like seven seven 19 years guys what 19 years for attempted murder yeah we're getting somewhere the blackout tears is spreading the word yeah a lot of times they get probation or some shit yeah um so yeah he uh he attempted to strangle her he left her with a fractured skull cuts and a damaged windpipe after the attack he coerced his victim to go along with his story saying he she would be deported if he was sent to jail so he tried to use the old uh you need me the uh the ike tina turner you bitch you you die i kill you did he crack the skull mm-hmm did but, he have the sword before they got married uh probably see that's why you can't take it lightly man a lot of people have swords all around you like oh it's ceremonial oh it's mm-hmm. just a collector's item i just really like adventure time nah <laughs> man you can get fucked up with them swords man y'all go to a comic con and one of these things Is these shits are real was, was he what ceremony he go to that gave him it's part of his religion i believe you know so he was just like like certain religions like like we had a dude we had cover one article where a dude sued a company and he may even won the lawsuit but he wanted to carry a ceremonial sword with him every day to work and it was like part of my religious freedom dog i get this sword i'm like you can't do that you're gonna win all the conference calls nobody gonna fucking debate you did you look at the uh at the singular account Shing. oh you know what dog it's cool man don't you got mean, it don't worry you about take it take the rest of the day bro just i, I got the case <laughs> <laughs> uh 
but today the temple worker was locked up for 19 years after being convicted of attempted murder so they got him um uh and let's see what was the other thing oh yeah all right so yeah they, it was this this is what happens man sword ownership uh interacts with domestic violence and he got her lying trying to keep threatening to keep her out, kick her out of the country it's just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff but i'm glad we finally got one guys thank yeah. god yeah. the fact that he hit her and then when that didn't work tried to choke her is enough where you're just like hey man you think you're gone for good we not 20 years you're 46 you're not you don't come back and then what was like now lie to the police for me I'm like what you need to go to jail man <laughs> like, i'm holding my head i'm holding my brain in no man you need to go to jail i'm glad she was brave enough to tell on his ass um anyway oh, me too make sure you guys check out courtney farrington and shalewa sharp uh and thug passions presents uh coming up this friday so if you guys are in the uh nyc area um go to the creek and cave man creek in the cave and mm-hmm. and support them you guys um go got any like dates or anything you guys want to promote i mean that's the that's the thing that's yeah the, that's the big thing all right. yeah. uh, also well uh may 18th through 21st the uh what's it called the cape fair comedy festival in cape fair north carolina so if i know you got some listeners down there in north carolina yeah we down here in north carolina man we like i don't how far are we away from cape fair like that's out near the coast ain't so it? like six hours maybe something like that four yeah. hours all right but yeah that's that's what's up when's may when may 18th through 22nd oh that's okay, what's up cool. man y'all both gonna be down there no he's going to that one i'm going to a, a festival in chicago uh july 21st through the 24th there you go man make sure you guys catch these people wherever you can um and i'll have all the uh the information for in the show notes for how to follow them on twitter and the the tumblers and uh you know the thug passion presents uh link that'll all be up tonight uh thank y'all so much for doing the show man Mm -hmm. y'all have to come back and uh do it again one day that was a lot of fun thank you for having us no problem uh we'll be back tomorrow guys we'll recap uh game of thrones um episode one of season six and our guest will be uh nicole from what's the tea podcast yes and uh so be here at 7 30 tomorrow in formation and ready to go <laughs> um all right until tomorrow love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>